I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in New York. And I'm Scott Blakeman, also in New York. You know, few kinds of joy can compare to the feeling you get when you discover articles of clothing you forgot that you had. Yes, yesterday as I was rummaging through my socks drawer, thinking that I had exhausted my supply of ankle socks, I discovered to my delighted amazement that I had two pairs of performance ankle socks I'd forgotten I even owned. Add to that two pairs of never-worn no-show socks that I also didn't even know existed. And Tommy, on an even larger scale, I, the other day I found a pair of khakis that had fallen out of the rotation inexplicably and had not been worn for almost two years. And they fit perfectly. You know, sometimes you don't need to wish for things because you already have them. <laughs> Scotty, for a shopaholic, uh, shopaphobic, I should say, I'm the opposite of a shopaholic. I'm a shopaphobic. And you're describing a closet in heaven with a golden chest of drawers. Surely, Scotty, there is no greater thrill than finding in your own home clothing that looks good and fits well and are already paid for. And think of it. You didn't have to go to a store and not be waited on because there are never enough workers at clothing stores anymore. And then, and then, you didn't have to go into a changing booth and try on pants while worrying about your old pants that you left in the changing booth with your wallet and your keys just to, to look at the uh, full-length mirror at the end of the hall of changing booths or to ask the female uh, store worker, oh, what do you think of these pants? You didn't have to do that, Scott. No, Tommy. And this goes along the lines of what we talked about in an earlier podcast about things we just forget and we're reminded by. I've been reminded of 30 years ago, 40 years ago, of letters I've recently discovered from my college days. And, you know, we think we remember everything. We think we have every article of clothing and we know where they are. And, well, nope, I've got that. No, I can't. I got to go out and get some more of those socks. I really was going to go out. I was looking. And all it takes, Tommy, and this is for our listener, of course, as everything is, reach deeper. <laughs> about reaching deep into your pockets, which we eschew because yeah. uh, you don't need to. The pockets end no. at a certain point, and that's it. Like you rip a <laughs> hole in it, and then that defeats the purpose <laughs> of a pocket. But in terms of drawers, yes. you literally can reach deeper. And I just assume, oh, that's all, that's all there is, bud. You know? no. And I just, I don't know what made me do it, Thomas, but I reached deep and said, oh, my God. And I, it all fl- came back in a flash. Yeah. Eddie Bauer, performance last summer. I have them. I own them. And it really was, as I say, uh, unbridled joy. Scotty, I have a story like that. And, and, and it's so funny because it happened just yesterday as well. Uh, uh, I say funny, it's more miraculous. Um, it starts uh, for some time at the bottom of my closet. There's been here in New York, there's been an old leather coat that's lied crumpled up on the floor for a year. I just couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't get myself to just you know, give it to goodwill, I guess. I, 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 I had worn the coat a lot when the weather was very nippy, but not a blizzard. You know, it's one of these coats that it's not for a blizzard. It's not for really, it's not with a hood. It's not, but it's, it's, it's good for very cold weather. And it fell out of favor, even with my wife who had given it to me. She just didn't think it looked good, but, and I couldn't get rid of it. It just stayed in my floor. But yesterday, Scotty, I decided I was going to take that jacket away. I was going to give it away to Goodwill. And I pulled it away, uh, up from the floor to reveal two pairs of jeans. Yes. Wow. I mean, that is beyond miraculous. And as you say, these were, you had forgotten about them. Literally, you know, the expression, Tommy, out of sight, out of mind. Well, boy, does that apply to clothing? You don't <laughs> see it. You don't have it. 
because why would you be reminded of it? Like, yeah, you know, I kind of think I had, no, you know, it just goes away and it's a revelation. And I hope the end of the story is, and they fit perfectly as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, I hope so too. Uh, the, the, uh, the, I'm a little, um, I, I'm just a little giddy about this and I, I don't want to ruin it by trying them on and finding out, but I think they do. I think, uh, uh, and again, this is speculative uh, clothes trying on. You can do that. Yeah. You can. Oh, yeah. yeah actually... Well, they have these apps, you know, our all birds shoes that we've waxed uh, rhapsodically about. Uh, they have apps now on the phone where you could see the shoes on your feet. So certainly there could be an app that you could see the jeans on uh, on yep. you. I well, think. but I'm using the human app, the app yeah. of the mind. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's uh, the pure speculation that we engage in when we uh, just without any apps, without any computers, with, with, uh, uh, without an Internet, just our human brains. We've speculated on history going back thousands of years, Scotty. Yes. Why not that we speculated on 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 math and, and science? Why not speculate on pants? Oh, and exactly. imagine without yeah. trying them on, just imagining whether or not they would fit. And oh, fact, I, I think they would yeah. fit great. Oh, I know. I think that's more than half the battle, as they, as they say. And I actually have experience where I, you know, I've pared my clothing down over the years. And when you move, of course, and you go, uh, I'm still not in that camp as some people. Uh, if you don't wear it a lot, get rid of it. No, we're not get rid of it kind of people. And Marie as long Kondo. as it, I could wear it and I would want to wear it, I keep it. But there's some that are there and go, why haven't I chosen this? And then, you know, at that moment, Tommy, you put it on. Eh, these fit pretty good. Why have I eschewed them? And then it happens. Holes in the pockets. That's the reason. Oh, Oh, that's yeah. fine. And There's always a reason. That's yeah. why you don't wear them. Uh, yeah. That's why you didn't wear them. That's why you you eschewed them. You had forgotten about the holes. In, and you know that, that those pockets, they can be repaired. Oh, by, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or or they, they call them the bags, you know, in, in the insider of the tailor business. Those are the, uh, the we call them pockets. They call them bags. Oh, well, that's they, their inside the beltway stuff for the tailors. And in fact, I am going to bring over a pair of well-fitting jeans that I also had put aside. And I, then I realized, yes, holes in the pocket. And I'm going to ask them, as has been done before, put in some real sturdy ones, uh, <laughs> you know. And I, then it's really buying a new pair of yeah. jeans, a new life, you know, for the jeans. So I'm going to do that, and along uh, with Scotty, putting buttons on with shorts may, and pants. Yeah, that uh, I don't I, know how to I, do. This one. I also, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, uh, but um, I... I also um, asked the, the um, tailor to have deeper pockets. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, you know, hey, you need a lot of deep pockets for, for, uh, to, to buy this or to invest in that. Uh, so, um, but you can actually just get deeper pockets for relatively not much more money than well, just regular yeah. shallow pockets. Well, also, you want your wallet to be securely. And like I had an incident, uh, well, I wouldn't call it an incident, but a happenstance having brunch the other day and, uh, uh, I have my phone in my pocket and my my as we've talked about my Wegman's uh, 1.5 ounce hand sanitizer and it had fallen out and it and a gentleman this continues that story we told a couple weeks ago about the waitress who found my little sanitizer bottle and preserved it and saved it for me a gentleman at another table stood up and pointed said you dropped that I said thank you sir and I did a thumbs up which it's not really me but I just thought uh, I would do no it but sign. you did it sometimes uh, yeah I. I, I I've given people a thumbs up and I, I've never felt like, yeah, that's really what I, uh, uh, you know, that's not me, the, the thumbs up guy, but 
Sometimes you can, it's just, it makes sense to do a... Well, because it know, might be them. Maybe it's them. So that way I'm, I'm honoring them. Right. They, they might be done. thumbs up. People. Yeah. Yeah. So I put it out there and... You don't uh, want to be snobby about it. No. And very rarely will they have a really adverse reaction to it. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, I came over here, I pointed it out and and then you give me the thumbs up. That's kind of disrespectful. No. So I don't think that would... Right. Or, or it's just kind of like a hacky... Uh, uh, cliche of the hand in a way yeah. it's a hand cliche yeah. right <laughs> think yeah. about it thumbs up is just it's a cliche uh, that we uh that we've adopted but it, it doesn't involve talking it just it, it, it's a hand gesture purely physical this is a whole new field tommy that yeah. so to my knowledge has never been explored the, never the field of the uh, physical cliches yes it could be the hand it could be other uh, uh you know there's other things that people do well there's and, the know. middle finger which is well, a mean thing uh, yeah uh, but but it's also if you like it's also a cliche if if you want but uh, i will say this before we get too far afield from yes. uh, because hands go inside pockets and i like to put my hands in my pockets every yeah. so often i feel it's a well it's it, it, it's a it's a uh, it's kind of a right of, of, of the American citizen that we can put our hands in our pockets every so often and just not do anything. Well, and it's a great, it's, but you are doing something because sometimes you stand awkwardly. Deep pockets or hands in the pockets are the antidote to standing awkwardly. Yes, yes, exactly. You're not really awkward if you have your hands in your pocket. No, you're doing something. and then, Or the <laughs> thumb in the pocket, which was that, you know, more of a teenage thing, right? I'm being tough. I got my thumbs in the inner pocket on the jeans oh, Levi's. Yeah. that little pocket which oh, i'm not sure what it's for that extra little pocket was it a I, I, but it maybe it was for your thumbs <laughs> <laughs> well the, you know i'm doing it right now i'm putting my thumb in the little pocket i think it actually fits better in the big pocket but you're right scotty that was something we used to do when we were in grade school, it was kind of made us feel like we were cool. Yeah, we yeah. Put the thumb, it did. It made, I can, it's so funny you brought that up. I haven't thought about that in over 40 to 50 years. Yeah. How, if you just put your, there was a time in my life too, Scotty, when all I had to do is put my thumb in my pocket and I felt like I was a, a, a biker or, or, a, or a rock star. Yeah, like, usually oh a double thumb, I would say. Usually the, for the full effect, and you kind of stand there. And that Both stance, thumbs? Both thumbs. I don't even stand that stance like a Fonzie or a James Dean kind of thing. And, and I think that, I don't oh know boy, if it's done yeah. today, uh, if it has the same effect, but it, it does present a little bit of a toughness, a little swagger, a little sense of cool. Uh, and that uh, you can't do it, though, with all pockets. Now, I have, I have shorts on with deep, wide pockets. You can't, the thumb doesn't, Rest the same way. It has to be a gene that you found. Uh, those two that you found, you could probably do that with. Well, that's the thing. If, if uh, that is probably the, uh, uh, I can only speculate exactly. And I can also speculate whether or not there are holes in the pockets. I pray that there aren't. Uh, no. uh, because it is a, a, a fear of uh, that, that you're, you will lose your keys. Oh, or, you'll lose, or, or, or your phone, God forbid, or, or, or well, your wallet is not even as, as, as serious as your phone anymore. Yeah, but yeah. the keys easily could slip through uh, without, you know, so that's a how concern. much of us, uh, uh, how much of our of our life depends on these unsung, unspoken about things called pockets. Now, we have discussed socks and I'm so glad you you discovered socks that we've kept alive. On yes. this podcast, our willingness to stare socks in the face. We've talked about how 
uh, why don't they build socks that that move around robotically and find us and slip yeah, onto our yeah. feet? Well, until that happens, we, you know, it'll take just reaching and just reaching in. But Tommy, I've reached in that way probably a million times before, and it's somehow yesterday they appeared and it's really uncanny I go right i had yes. those and this other one it just kind of <laughs> got buried in the back and and it's not like it's a tremendous software but you just no. really reach is it it's probably an expression sometimes you just reach out for what you need but sometimes so, you got to reach further that, that'd be a great deeper. poster design like we talked about the other day yeah. reach further it could be a nike slogan that could make us millions i think what we should do is design a poster and i think there needs to be posters of, and it's for reach, reach deeper into your sock drawer to find socks you didn't know that you had. Yeah. It's really not a, a, an ad for new socks. It's not an ad for new drawers. It's just an exhortation for people to reach deeper into their sock drawer, lest they perhaps might find another pair of low, I think you, in your case. These were ankle and then ankle also no-show, which we've discussed. And Tommy, it's really a conservation, it's really a public service poster a reach deeper, reach further. You ha may have socks you don't know about because technically you could say, well, we're saving. I don't know. It's not helping the sock business, but maybe no. it's some conservation. You're saving cotton in some well, way. And, and, and giving, spreading the joy that we've experienced in discovering clothing we forgot we had. And also it, 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 um, it points out this something about socks that I didn't realize until this moment on this and this is real-time realization which is something that this podcast has done in the past and I'm, I'm very proud of that fact but I just realized that socks because they're not robotic and they don't put a put uh, um, themselves on for you they're the one thing that it doesn't matter if you're a rich man or a poor man the, the, the wealthiest billionaire probably doesn't have somebody who puts socks on his feet it'd be too weird no, they don't. Or a machine, a billion-dollar machine. machine that puts it on. And no, frankly, they have to bend over yeah. and do just what we do every day. So when you put on socks, uh, uh, and probably the same true is of, of underwear and pants, you're doing what a billionaire is doing. Well, exactly. Right well, you know, Tommy, I've heard that. You've heard that expression. Well, you talk about someone very famous. Well, he still puts his pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. That was always the expression. And that's the great equalizer. And it's true. Speak of. We need more great equalizers. Now, you could argue, well, can there be more than one great equalizer? Yes. Yes, there can be. And also, Tommy, socks are the one thing. There aren't $1,000. Maybe there are somewhere, but it would be foolish to buy them. $1,000 socks. Even expensive socks are you know, essentially with their extravagance, but they're essentially within the reach of most people. So that's another thing you could have. Oh, I can't look at those socks. Oh, those are those, you know, unless you had gold, you know, whatever, but it, no, it's, it's most socks are within reach. So it is a great, uh, right. So what you're saying is, is, uh, there's no, uh, uh, anybody who wears really fancy, the really fancy socks tend to be, they go way up the calf. They're right. very thin and, and kind of cashmere, feminine, almost maybe. like stockings. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that would be, I think once I wore those, those, I, uh, you know, the high socks are just compression and they don't feel very good. Now there's cashmere socks, which probably don't last very no. long. So uh, really basically when it comes to the socks, I was looking at ankle socks, you know, uh, no show. They're basically all sort of the, the same. And, and so it's. Uh, and, and, and it is true, though, when you're putting on, and we don't really stop to think about when we're putting on socks. I mean, sure, if we're uh, if we're in the um, Spanish Riviera, for example, yeah. Costa del Sol, and we're 
uh, and on Mar in Marbella where the many yachts are. Yeah. And we're yacht surfing behind a yacht and, and, and a yacht's pulling us around on, on golden water skis. Then we really feel like we're a millionaire. Yes. You know, we, we, we think right now I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm on golden. Well, probably not golden, uh, but just gold plated. Gold plated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or and also you're not wearing socks, probably. And that's you're not wearing socks yeah. at all at that at, at that moment. And then you're thinking, wow, I'm a real billionaire or I'm doing as the billionaires do. Yeah. But 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 you don't realize that actually every time you put on socks and, as you say, put on your pants one leg at a time. Now, if you jump in pants two legs at a time, you're being like a fireman and then you're <laughs> not being like a billionaire. Yeah. Maybe waiters, you do put them on uh, differently, yeah. too. You sit down, you drag them on and. and and that's different. But yeah, it is and, and there's no one. saying he puts his waiters on one leg at a time, just like everybody else, because not everybody wears waiters. Well, there's not enough people to make it a just like everyone else criteria. You, know, you have to have a certain number to get the just like everyone else. Does. <laughs> like, you couldn't say. And he uh, sits on his chair upside down, just like everybody else. No, no one really, <laughs> unless a certain number. And they've got to go through it's, it's data. If you get a certain number, I'm not sure what it is uh, for chairs certain millions, if millions of people do it upside down, then you could say just like everyone else. But if one person once did it, you're not yes. even allowed to say just like everyone else. No, you're not. You, you, you cannot. It has to be. But everybody else does put their pants uh, on one leg at a time, except for firemen. And that's why that makes that that saying incomplete, unless you you also bring up if you take that cliche to court one leg at a time you'd have to say you must also add except for firemen who no, jump into their pants exactly exactly and and tommy think of socks it's changed so much it used to be basically well the black socks the yes. kind of annoying ones that came on or the high leg ones and then white socks just the white crew socks with the stripes and uh i know i spoke on this podcast a very revealing moment when someone a family member pointed out that I was wearing white socks very high that made me look like an old man. And, you know, it wasn't uh, au courant anymore. And it, it stung, Tom. It still stings <laughs> to this day. I pushed down socks. But frankly, who knows? I could you go push and walk down outside. so that you can't see that. So that, yeah, so right. Low is, yeah, but frankly, though, who knows with the hipsters, high white socks could be in that. So you never right. know with, with uh, sock fashion, especially. But, um, and, you know, Tom, I do want to bring one hmm. thing up just along yep. these lines. We painted a as we try to do a rosy, positive picture of things that you really didn't realize you had and the joy it brings. Yeah. But I would be remiss, and we've talked about that expression, uh, if I didn't bring up the situation that happened just two days ago, uh, oh, right along this happening at once. And this, again, not to bring us down, but no. I left two shirts. Well, I, as our listeners know, I was in California, San Antonio, and I'm 99% sure I left two fine polo shirts hanging in the oh. room at my friend's house. Oh, in San Antonio. And I just and I did speak to him yesterday and I expected. Oh, yeah, we got him right here. Hanging <laughs> right up. No one. Hang, we never have polo, hanging polo shirts. So they're definitely <laughs> yours. And he said, and this is a, a work in progress, a story in progress. He said, Zippo on the shirts. <gasps> and Tommy, it, so and I didn't I, I don't think you or listeners detect any sadness in my voice. No, the last but, 20 minutes. No. But it was so I, it's still a story. in progress. I still yeah. believe that they're there. Maybe his lovely wife put them in the drawer thinking they were his. That's what I have to believe, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, even if somehow they're lost, and I don't believe that they are, I can find joy by the things that I found. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right, Scotty. This is offsetting. So this is a, yeah. a much more dramatic story. It's taken a, yeah. a, a turn as we learn your backstory, your own yeah. dramatic backstory. Having to call up 
a friend who you stayed at his house. Uh, yes. You were a guest at his house. And then I, I assume, I hope you spoke in a high voice. I wonder about these, these polo shirts. <laughs> oh, of course. And I didn't bring it up immediately because it's sort of like, you know, they put me up for days. The first <laughs> thing wasn't right. going to be, uh, do you have a, a deep, you know, and then, and then you worry they're going to say, oh, yes, but we figured you would donate them. We've sold them or donated <laughs> it to church. And then you can't go, what would you do that for? I mean, I needed it. You know, you don't want, then it's an ugly scene. I wanted them. I like those shirts. Why'd you give them away? You know, that, that would be uh, unpleasant. Yeah. And it didn't get to that. And that's not the story. And I do believe they will be found. Uh, but you know what? Again, the, the plus positive is that, well, I, but then I, literally the next day, I found things that I didn't know yeah. I had. So, socks, low cut socks, and low cut socks, unused, no show socks, unused. Oh so, uh, and again, I'm still hoping for the best with the shirts, but that's sort of the cycle of life, isn't it, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> it really is, Scotty. It's, uh, 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 it, it, we can all learn from that and, and, uh, and see how life takes from us. It takes uh, polo shirts, who, <laughs> which you're pretty sure you hung in your friend's uh, 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 house until yeah. you heard those words, zippo on the shirt yeah yeah that must have just struck you like a like a, a like a a, a red hot sword plunging <laughs> didn't your... see it coming tommy didn't see it coming expected to be yeah i don't know how i miss them they're just hanging up <laughs> oh we don't go in that room a lot or something like that yeah. Uh, oh yeah my wife put it aside in the special shirt you leave behind yeah, that's drawer. what you, you expect yeah that. you hope for that yeah uh, uh i was it, i was it, more or, into or, yeah scotty i'm way ahead of you we bagged it we dry cleaned it it's already on its way, FedEx to, to your door. Well, of course. And I was even going to say, and please, let me reimburse you for any shipping costs. You know, yeah. I was on to that already. Uh, <laughs> and again, Tommy, I still believe that conversation can be had. It's all new early on in this saga. And I'm going to be keeping our listeners posted. Uh, yeah, no, I do believe well, please do. Because, yeah. and, and also, I mean, that, then yeah, any kind of, uh, I mean, hopefully there's no, tension uh, with your friendship i mean one of the uh, uh, I, I encourage you don't uh, go the route of uh, and, and this is very easy to do thinking that your friend is as he's talking to you is wearing the the <laughs> polo shirt that and and, and is pretending that, that he didn't find any polo shirts or, or wife Tommy, is wearing your other polo shirt yeah or he could be saying yeah well you left them, so I kind of thought you you gave them to me. That's sort yeah. of this, like maybe it's a symbol in Italy. Some places, oh yeah, you leave a shirt hanging. It's a it's a gift to you. Right, right. Host. It's what you would normally do. You would leave yeah. two shirts. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. It's two shirts. Two right? shirts. Yeah. Two poses, and you leave it for your host. You I mean, it. Yeah, right. Right. You you can imagine that, but here's the worst thing that would that that I, I, I'm glad it sounds like this didn't happen. Uh, he could have also said. Yeah, I got the shirts. What are you going to do about it? Well, yes, uh, and uh, that, that's the scary thing. That, that yeah. then you got to fight your friend for your own shirts. How far that's, would you go? And thankfully, how, how far would you go? Yeah, I mean, thankfully in this case it's nowhere near what happened. <laughs> but again, even even just the thing of, oh, thank you. Yeah, those shirts, right? Thanks. That was a yeah. nice uh, thing to leave for no, us. No, no, no. This that, let's yeah. just be happy that your friend didn't go, "Yeah, I got the shirts. I'm I'm wearing them right now." Yeah. You're gonna try. You're gonna try to take it off me. I'm down yeah. here in San Antonio. He didn't say that because you know what? No. He's a good friend. Scott. Good friend and a good guy. And and he's not to say guy. that there aren't people. So let's be the relief let's that he's not the kind of person guy. who would. There are still yeah. good people who don't 
to, to, uh, if you leave your shirts behind, they don't try to uh, challenge you to a fist fight over the shirts. I, yeah. I think that's that's a, that's one of the most plus positive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and by the way, story. this sounds speculative, but I don't know the story exactly. But I, I pretty much remember that Frank Sinatra and Joey Bishop's friendship broke up over, and maybe I'm getting a little something about a pair of socks or some. Wow, movie. that's a story. Yeah, I need Joey to look Bishop it up. People, Maybe you've read it in the in the James Kaplan books that you've read on Mr. Sinatra, but it, it definitely. But I never it. got through the last James Kaplan uh, uh, book. I never Maybe that's where the story was Kaplan. because Is definitely that, they did it did end so, on some ridiculous thing like that. It wasn't uh, well. Joey said so. No, it was definitely something like that. So, like socks. I, I think well, it involves socks. Or, yeah, I think that's probably the most reasonable. Uh, oh, yeah. reason why because socks are so you wouldn't think that that would be a reason to end your uh, end your relationship but the other thing is joey bishop never fit in with the rat pack he never was uh he, he just wasn't one of the he wasn't a uh, he wasn't that funny a comedian he wasn't well, you know, maybe just don Riggles way way yeah, better guess, than joey i guess he liked uh, you, you know it was more like uh, I remember I had a marvelous experience years ago. Uh, I was performing in Atlantic City and uh, the wonderful comedian, the friend Dennis Blair said, come with me. And somehow we were whisked to this lounge in Atlantic City and Morty Storm, a comedian who was basically Frank's almost like personal comedian, was performing just for Frank and a handful of the people. I still can't believe the story is real. And, and you I were tell- there? I was there sitting in the back in the bar, but in the store. And 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 he and Frank was heckling him in a good natured way because he was like his comedian. Scotty. So it almost did. My point was it doesn't matter. And maybe Morty Storm was a great comedian. I don't know, but it's almost like maybe they liked having him around because who he was, you know, off stage with Joey Bishop and and maybe and with Morty Storm and and things like that. But I did admit, and I Frank almost walked by me, but instead he walked towards these women, which uh, I understood and and uh, applauded. But uh, well, Scotty, but- let's. Hang, stay with this because yeah. you we talk about the the James Kaplan the, the two enormous volumes of yeah. Sinatra, which I love I, I I love those books but you may have a book in you right now that well, the, the night I almost where you were met, whisked I, off and yeah. you were in the same room as uh, the chairman of the board and you watched it and and and, and the and the, it was Morty Storm like who even like I we did. know of Tom Driesen being his yes, favorite yes. Well, he opening was his, act yes for many years but for many and, years and I, I already have Joey the name Bishop, but who even yeah. knew of Morty Morty, the Morty he was just Storm one of these years. guys and and by the way I have the title for the play or the memoir already the night I almost met Sinatra <laughs> it's like sounds like Gay Talese's famous famous uh, New Yorker uh, article. I think it was New Yorker. The Frank Sinatra has a cold. This yeah. classic story, which I reread recently, it and we ran in in in, a, in a L.A. Weekly one time. They just decided to rerun that article. Yeah. Uh, in in its entirety, Frank Sinatra gets has a cold. So he never uh, actually he, gets to interview him, I guess. But he just yeah. kind of, uh, talks to other people about him. But uh, but no, I, I will investigate the sock thing. But there was some. Things so socks, as we speak of them, can have a very beneficial, positive effect. But in the case of Sinatra and Joey Bishop, maybe it broke up that. Well, it's speculative. Right? It's pure yeah. speculation, which I, that's why I really like the sock story because it's yeah. it's based on no nothing other than just the, your own human mind producing the the uh, the uh, that's that's the um, what is it the MacGuffin that that tore apart. I, but I I, I maintain. And this is for people listening a thousand years from now, 
um, you probably know who Frank Sinatra is, even a thousand years from now. You probably oh, yeah. still watch videos of Sinatra. Uh, but probably you don't know who Joey Bishop was, and that's fine. You don't have to know who Joey Bishop was. I, I just want to make the people listening a thousand years from now not feel weird or bad that oh, yeah, we yeah. made they this may reference. Wanna... Find out about him, and maybe we'll come to a point a thousand years from now where everyone knows about everyone because it'll be even easier. You know, you just sort of think it, and it pops up in your mind. And you see every image and video of Joy Bishop, so uh, they may learn it more quickly. So but, you're uh, saying you're talking about an age when people learn by just popping a pill, and their brain is filled with all the information, including why Sinatra and Joey Bishop ended their friendship. Yeah, well, I think that's an area because that's a good question. We always talk about the future, and we establish that. Clothing will probably not be all that different 30 years now. But in the year 2050, what's the next Google? And I think there has to be, I don't know if it's a pill. I mean, that's what people think of. I would hope it's not a pill because I'm not great with pills. I hope it's a chewable. That's a good taste. Yeah, a chewable, a gummy. A gummy, a gummy would be better. Yeah, or a candy. Which, which yeah, or makes you, which simply fills you with all the knowledge you would get from going to a, a, a fine elite university yeah and yeah. And, and plus all uh, uh, extra knowledge like when you know what what uh, caused the breakup between uh, Frank Sinatra and comedian Joey Bishop who is mainly famous for saying son of a gun like that that was back in the age when you could just say the same thing well, he had over a catchphrase and he, and over. he did have now a show I and he, it, you know? yeah, he had a sitcom and a talk show so he certainly uh, achieved uh, a lot but it's a uh, short-lived nope. talk show that, that yeah. angered uh, Johnny Carson too so he became sort of uh, persona non grata actually it'd be interesting to 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 know to, or to learn the Joey Bishop story you well I wish there was a James Kaplan guy. thousand page tome about Mr. Yeah. Joey Bishop uh, you know because Regis started out and Regis fl flourished after he left Joey years later and was his sidekick and and that relationship was a little strained, I think, too. So it's a it's an interesting story. But you know and, what they all have in common, Scotty? And this is just to, yeah. to bring us full circle. I, I mean, all of these people, all of these characters, from Sinatra to to, to Joey Bishop to to uh, what's his name, Storm, uh, uh, Morty Storm, Morty yeah. Storm, Morty Storm. What a great name! Probably not his real name, but right. Uh, no, no. Let's hope it is. Yeah. And and uh, what they all have in common, Scotty, is the same thing that, that we have in common: sucks. We oh, all exactly. wear socks, Scotty. Exactly, Tommy. And, and I can't think of another baby object that literally is the great equalizer. There's yeah. jury duty, but people get out of that. That's socks. We, no yeah. one gets out of wearing socks. I don't no, care how rich or poor you are, you, you wear you, socks. You can do it for a while, and, yeah. then, and then it chafes your feet. So everyone, uh, uh, when you put on socks, you're doing what, what Napoleon once did, what yeah. Frank Sinatra used to do you're oh, putting exactly. on socks you're, you're being just like frank sinatra exactly, exactly. And not like only that Tommy. i uh you know both of us are uh, love the mid-century modern era i have this image this slim aarons a marvelous photographer who's known for i think a lot of these tennis photos and was one in my cousin's house in la of, of 60s 1960s tennis players mm. and i noticed first of all the sneakers were a certain cut and then they had these low quarter striped crew socks and yes fascinated by them and of course there's a place that makes them uh and i may get those so you could actually get vintage socks at thankfully i've never been worn because you don't want used you know vintage socks i, I no, 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 no. i would draw the line at that problem no 
But but so you're taking it to the next level. Why not put on the very socks that that, that your uh, heroes want? You know, the, yeah, exactly. the, the, the great people of, of the world once wore. Uh, um, that it's interesting, Scotty, because I think we've hit on something. We've turned just the the uh, 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 something I think most people don't talk about. You know, I put on socks today. It's not a conversation starter you hear very often. Yeah. Um, but but on this show, yes. On this podcast, yeah, we honor the socks. And it, well, we, we elevate it. We honor and elevate. You put yeah. it on every time you take them off. You're doing what Brad Pitt must have done that very day. Exactly. And and he probably and we give it a lot of thought. I do give it thought. I'm wearing shorts today and I probably should wear lower socks, but I'm wearing my root socks, which I loved and we've talked about. And I'm pushing them down a little now. I, you know, and it's funny. I still feel funny wearing shorts into in Midtown uh, where I'm going to like the Wall Street. Oh, I don't area, blame but, you. Shorts. But, are, uh, uh, but I'm wearing a very bright, a peach colored because, Tommy, I have to say, since I'm missing my two main polar shirts, which had risen to the top of the rotation. Yeah. I had a deep reach to a shirt I've not worn in years, a peach colored Polish shirt, which I was a little hesitant to wear, but I did. I am going to wear it. And uh, um, I'm going it, on a ferry. So that's another thing we'll talk about. Uh, and we have talked about in previous podcasts. But Tommy, I think what you're saying is very true. It's the great equalizer to recap socks. Rich man or poor man and women and everyone in between all wear socks. I think. And now, even, and, I, that, from one of the most mundane things yeah. I do, now I realize that's the most exciting thing I do all day long. The, the yeah. one thing I do that's as in common of the most of, of, of kings and, and movie stars, yeah. and radio uh, 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 announcers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and newsreel announcers. And, and, and especially when you put on the athletic sock, which is also Virgin to a, a huge industry, billion dollar industry with all the sizings. That's exactly what the famed tennis players, the Djokovic right. who win the Grand Slams in Wimbledon, they, there's no, they don't wear, you know, special, super professional tennis. No, they're athletic socks. The, and we they're can basically the socks. They and wear. they're basically socks, Scotty. They're, yeah. they're, they're really not different from the socks that rappers wear. Yeah. The, the, the same socks that the diplomats of industry wear. The yeah. billionaires. They all wear socks and they all must put them on and they all must take them off. And yes. I now realize that that is uh, uh, that, that I, I'm looking forward to the next time I, I, I take my socks off, Scotty. I, oh, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm and anticipating that. Well, and as we discussed on an earlier podcast, the joy of socks, which I thought I'd come up with. But there's a billion websites about it. But whatever. It's still I thought of it. I didn't know others had thought about it. So as we've established. It's still right. a new it's, idea. It's basically uh, your idea. Yeah. If, no, if you didn't know anybody else. Yeah, it's first. exactly the same thing as if I had come up that's with right. it. Exactly. So, yeah. It and that's exactly. a thing that everyone should follow. That's but it's right. an exciting thing, Tommy. And again, the selection of multicolored socks. Oh, that, and again, that. you don't have to be a millionaire to have multicolored bright socks. Oh, no, thanks. anyone can. I, I, and, and I just want to say before we go, that is one of the one of the joys of, 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 of this is the golden age of socks because. Yeah. Be, uh, it was only a few years ago, and I washed my own clothes dry, even though, uh, you know, uh, as long as I've lived, married or unmarried, I've always washed in my own clothes and sorted out my own socks. And Scotty, after a while, back in the days where all my socks were either dark blue or black, yeah, yeah. or or white if they were, you know, sports socks, I, I, it just it was almost like a, a form of of of. Um, well, like I was working on a chain gang in a prison. Well, uh, yeah, it's I, being the I, man, you know, just I, the working system. for the man. It was yeah. the same color. 
And then these wonderful multicolored, multi-pattern, no two, so no, oh yeah, two socks are alike, but no other pairs of socks are alike. Yes. It just brought joy into my sock sorting. Uh, well, not only that, it, and yes, and it brought color and light. And color. And, and we and, and urge all our listeners, if you're down or up or just whatever it is, a pair of socks can change your day and your outlook on life. And it, we're all in this together when it comes to socks and hopefully everything else. Scotty, on that note, I'm going to just say I'm always going to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.